As vegan and plant-based business owners and entrepreneurs, we're often adapting to a new reality. This new podcast series from Vegan Mainstream is an opportunity to help you when it's time to pivot. These interviews will come from inside and outside of our community, and I hope as your host, Stephanie Redcross West, I can inspire you and give you the tools that you need to move forward. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's interview. I'm really excited. We have not only an amazing kind of leader in our community, not only from the animal rights movement, but as behind the Rochester Veg Fest, but we also have a Food for Life instructor. And as many of you know, the Food for Life program with PCRM is near and dear to my heart. So I'm really excited that we have such an amazing guest today to not only talk about the idea of pivoting, the idea of responding to what's been happening in our world, the idea of how um, really Bubby has responded to kind of all the change that's been happening, but also to share her story, really give an opportunity for us to not only get to know her today, but also maybe be inspired by her story, by the path and the journey um, that um, Bubby has been on. So without further ado, I want to just take a minute and say thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you. Baby, baby business, I'm calling it. Um, it's a month old, <laughs> called the plant-based heart. Um, I, that's what I'm doing with my Food for Life certification. And then I also have a full-time job working with our county's human services department, working with um, the financially disadvantaged people in our community. Wow. We, I mean, we're so lucky to have someone like you in our community. <laughs> I mean, we do so much and working in so many different ways. So I, I love being able to, to hear that. The other thing I want to mention is, I know you said, you know, it's been about a month. It's a baby, baby business. But one thing I think is so important is a lot of people are worried about or we're scared of the idea of maybe launching a business during all of this, the idea that, you know, do I just wait it out? Do I just wait until, you know, as we say, get back to normal? What made you feel comfortable enough to say, yes, this is the time? Um, and I mean, with obviously some pivoting um, in mind, but what made you feel confident with moving forward and not waiting things out? Well, that's exactly what I was doing, was just kind of waiting things out. I was waiting until all of the circumstances were perfect. I was waiting until I could get my website perfect. I was waiting until I could get a business plan perfect. And then I just decided there's never going to be a perfect time. And the phrase, leap and the net will appear, <laughs> came to my head. And um, I set a date to leap and I left. And the net is appearing. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Oh, I'm so, so, so glad to hear that. So let's talk about that net. Let's talk yeah. about that um, and also that experience. Um, and maybe you can even rewind for us, like you said, when you did your Food for Life certification, mm -hmm. kind of where you were and where things started and where you maybe thought you had momentum and then how things yeah. might have changed um, in these last few months it, or six, at least six months or so. Right. So I actually went to Washington to get my certification with the um, support of my 
full-time employers wellness committee. So I'm on the wellness committee for Monroe County. Um, I had their support and the game plan was for me to go get my certification and then bring these classes right to my workspace, my workplace. And start, uh, we've got 5,000 employees in the county. So, um, you know, just visiting site to site and just offering this as an employee benefit. Um, and as, um, you know, things just don't snap into place like that. So there was a lot of planning that had to go on once we got back. And we were in the midst of planning. And then we had a leadership change um, after the elections. And then... Um, COVID hit and I was just sitting on my food for life certification with with nowhere to go with it. And I said, I, I want to get this information out. I want to share this information. That's big. And I'm glad you bring that up because I think sometimes when we all start, we do kind of start with a plan. We start with a right. process. And the idea is you had a great plan. It was really such an amazing <laughs> thing, an amazing place to start. You know, many of us start with the blank sheet of paper or, you know, the room with just our cousin and our mothers <laughs> showing up right. for the classes. Yes. Um, so it's amazing that you were able to, you know, you, you had that opportunity in hand. But like you said, election, COVID, all these things that can impact us in our businesses make us pivot, make us kind of, you know, figure out what to do next. Next, And also I would argue that sometimes they make us stronger as business owners, as leaders. I don't know, what, what's your thoughts on that? I'm going to agree with you. Uh, it was very, uh, it felt very comfortable to know that I had a plan in place, that I was just going to um, come back from Washington and start teaching classes. That was very comforting and comfortable. And then what they say about the best laid plans. <laughs> so, you know, you mentioned it makes us stronger. And I'm, I'm a true believer that change doesn't come from being comfortable. Change comes from being uncomfortable. So I was um, kind of forced to, if I wanted to get this information out, I was forced to be a little uncomfortable and, and, um, and just go out on my own a little bit. Perfect. So let's now bring it back to current day. Where are you now and what's happening? Okay. Monday night, I had my very first online class for... <laughs> so um, it was so exciting to see that first paid ticket come in through my website. And, um, you know, it's a small group and I'm okay with that. There's, I think, six of us in that group right now or seven. And... Um, you know, everything went well once we got some of the technical glitches from the Zoom meeting handled. Um, everything went well after that first class. It's really exciting to actually be doing it, doing it after thinking about doing it for so long. Yeah, I think that's the key. I think a lot of times when we're planning our businesses, we're kind of running through the idea in our minds over and over and over. But it's nothing like actually doing it. It's nothing right. like when you, you know, when you hit the play button, when you open the Zoom, when, you know, the first student arrives is nothing like that feeling um, of being able to know that you've kind of you, you've gotten to that point where you're truly in action. Now, one thing I want to comment on, you mentioned that you had about six students, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Now, I think a lot of times when we start our businesses, we all hope that we start with the sold out crowds, you know, the concept, especially back in the day of, you know, if there's a line around the block of, of people. Um, but the reality is, at least in my mind, as business owners, 
we have to earn people's respect, earn people's money because they are paying for things like classes or whatever services that many of us are offering. And I really think it's important that we celebrate all of our wins and we don't get sometimes too caught up in the numbers because we think bigger is better. But to me, you know, with, even with six people, that's six people you touched. That's six people that you helped. Um, that's six people that you might have transformed or, you know what I mean? As they look back a year from now, six months from now, you might have really dramatically changed their lives. Um, and that's just one way I look at it. I don't know if you look at it the same way, but I bring that up because I think sometimes, um, yes, we wish we had bigger numbers, but it's such an amazing thing when you know you're helping people. Yes. So I am the eternal optimist and I try and find good in every situation. So I, I had put a limit of 12 students for my first class. I have six um, participants right now and I, I don't feel bad about that at all. It's actually going to allow me to give a little bit more personalized attention to each person yeah. during during each session. So, yeah. And I love that because I think in this day and age, you know, we we want to get leverage. I mean, I talk about that a lot of times about, you know, being able to do more, but I think there's nothing like giving people great service, being available to answer questions. Um, and then also, you know, creating classes sometimes need to be smaller to your point because you want to help people. You want to be able to answer their questions when you get over a certain number. So anyway, I am so excited for you and I just am so happy um, that you're doing that. And also, I think some people have been challenged right now, maybe other individuals that are doing cooking classes or thought about doing cooking classes, that they've always felt that people wouldn't pay for an online cooking class. They just wouldn't pay for it. And I love that you have the proof now to back it up to say Absolutely. that they will and they want it and they're interested. And that's a it's a huge hurdle for many people to accomplish in their business. So first off, bravo. Um, and second off, I hope that anybody who's listening um, feels inspired and will follow in your footsteps as well. I hope so too. Um, just leap. <laughs> so what's next? What are you thinking about now that you've gotten this first class going? You know, your business is out there. Do you know what I mean? You're, you're checking yeah. for the net every once in a while to make sure it's yes. still there. But what's your next next thing for you? Well, um, I actually am going to be coaching with my business as well. And I have a pers uh, prospective student, mentee, if you mm -hmm. want, um, that um, I'll be doing individual coaching with. I also forgot to mention that I work at Rochester Lifestyle Medicine as well, doing chip classes. And we are talking about bringing some of the food for life classes into that business as well. So um, that would be, even though I'm an employee of Rochester Lifestyle Medicine, I can bring my business in there as uh, the plant-based heart and, um, and teach classes through there too. So That's great. And I love that when you're thinking about your business, you're thinking about an integrated approach as well. You know, you're thinking about how can you leverage the connections that you have? How do you leverage the groups and the organizations that you work with and support? So therefore, your business becomes a part of kind of the fabric of your community, of your area, of your network. Um, yeah. I think that's a really important thing because I think sometimes we we all think we need this like big nationwide business that we're going to build and grow. But I think it's so important when we can go local. I, I agree with you and I agree with you. And um, one of the things that I'm, I don't want anybody to be afraid of having too much competition in 
in your community. There is plenty of space for all of us there um, to get our message of veganism out. So, and it is so great just to see people working side by side with different different organizations. So, um, don't be afraid of the competition. Absolutely, and you know. People need diversity. People need to see and work with different types of instructors for different types of purposes, different stories we have um, as well. So I really think it's great when we do take that collaborative approach with our businesses, collaborative approach with our communities of thinking about how not only can we work together, but the idea that there's space for everyone. Right, right. So let's widen the world. We talked about your business. We talked about your classes. We talked about coaching. What else do you have planned? You mentioned maybe for the Rochester Veg Fest. Do you guys have yes. plans to take that to an online space? Are you thinking about maybe postponing it until next year? Or have you? are you guys still working through the details? We're, we're still working through the details. We did make the decision that there's really, we don't think that there's a safe way to have an in-person veg fest it's scheduled for the beginning of september okay. so we're, it, it's hard to say what the situation is going to be like in in just a few months so we made that decision to just keep the community as safe as possible and table the in-person veg fest until next year but we had um some potential great speakers lined up we are thinking about doing um, putting out virtual, like like a virtual veg fest, um, the weekend that we were scheduled to have our in person one, and we'll have some cooking demonstrations, and um, like some business spotlights um, nice. for all of the that we have, you know, eighty or so businesses that come to our veg fest. So it'll be oh, nice to be able to spotlight at least a handful of them, and we've got our our regulars that are really well loved in the community and. It'll be nice to be able to spotlight those. It, it's it's not, and um, you know, I keep saying leap in the net will appear. That has been in my head since, you know, mid mid March, trying to get this out. So leap in the net will appear. Um, take chances. It doesn't have to be perfect, and nobody's going to know on the other side if it's not perfect the way that you had planned it. It's. Um, it's only you that's going to be worried about that. So take chances, take a risk. This is actually, it's an unfortunate time that we're in with COVID, but it's also a good opportunity when folks are trying to move away from an animal heavy diet and, um, and trying to find some healthier ways to eat. So it'd be a great time if you're, if you're teaching plant-based classes or anything like that, now's the time to jump. Great. And then just so everyone can get in touch with you, if anyone's mm -hmm. interested in the class um, yes. here in Rochester, or even if someone maybe wants to get some coaching, can you give them your website and maybe your social media account so they can get in touch with you? Actually, yeah. Janet um, <laughs> prompted me. She just sent a message. So thanks, Janet, for that. <laughs> okay. The business is called The Plant-Based Heart, and you can find us on the web at theplantbasedheart.com. You can email me directly at bubby at theplantbasedheart, that's B-U-B-B-I-E, at theplantbasedheart.com. And um, I have my Facebook um, page up for The Plant-Based Heart, but that's as far as I've gotten so far. So those are the other things on my list um, is to get my... Instagram at least out. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, just it's a checklist, one thing yeah. at a time. Just yeah. doing that. Yeah. And, yeah. and honestly, I'm glad you said that because that's another proof 
in the fact that you said, I'm getting these classes. I'm not waiting till I have it all. My entire checklist is done. I'm not waiting until I've done all this. I'm going to get out there, get my business started and start helping people. So absolutely. I love that. I love it when we show that we're walking the walk, you know what I mean? Yes. We're, we're doing what we say we're, we're doing. So, yeah. so thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Is there anything else you want to share before we wrap up? I just want to make sure I've given you that opportunity. You know, no, I'm just, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be a vegan. Living a vegan life is probably the best thing that my little family has ever done. And um, I, I just love spreading, spreading the information. I'm grateful for you and what you do for that as well. Oh, perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm so glad when we get to feature and highlight vegans with myself being vegan. It's just so great when we can inspire people, encourage people, and also kind of show you know, who we are as a community and the lives that we live and the things that we do and the jobs that we have and the friends we have, you know what I mean? So yeah. because we are a fabric um, of, um, you know, this wider community and society. So I love it when we get a chance to kind of chit chat, talk and, you know, welcome people in so they can meet new people and um, if they haven't met you before, or at least get an update on what you've been working on because you've been such a leader in our community for um, for some time. So thank you again for taking your time. Thank you everyone who's watched us live. If you're listening to us on our podcast, or if you're watching this at a later date, you can always still comment. Um, we will check out the comments, get back to you. If you are trying to get in touch um, with Ravi, you're going to see her um Website link is going to be in the descriptions. And if you need anything else, we'll make sure we facilitate it and make sure you get in touch with our guest. All right. So thank you everyone for joining. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you. Peace. <laughs>